Poetry. Poetry. I'm real good at insulting your intelligence Focused on what's irrelevant Distant from all my relatives People me in my element Memory of an elephant Nigga styrofoam soft Speak truth mixed with peace You nailed to the cross Please show me what it costs For niggas to be they self In your early 20s It's time for you to be selfish Only thing selling Pussy money and weed Fear for my future seed It worried me to fatigue Swagging my white tee With the crystal underneath Looking outside Niggas dying like dreams I like her ass fitting snug In them denim Jeans, cash rules, everything around me, cream, muffle with my environment, memory, respect the silence. Niggas throwing gang signs up like sign language. I feel anguish and at times caged in. Niggas looking at me like all oh, know my chances are slim. Breathing inspiration, paper chasing and purchasing acres. Love to be the walls down to her bones aching. Young Jamaican, do say drinking, and I stay caking. Lately I've been thinking. Good day. It's the best day of the week. Great day to be alive, great day to get better. I'm K.O. Frierson, and it's just me. It's just me today. And it's going to be a little different because I'm just genuinely and generally coming from a different place. I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Keep talking, I'm going to give you some. Just keep running and running and running. Um. I'm a math guy. You guys know that. I've been saying that for some time now. And there are pros and cons to it. Um, The good thing about me being a math guy is that I'm calculated. The bad thing about me being a math guy is that I am calculated. So um, I write often. And if anyone ever gets a hold to my phone, um, just in case anything does happen to me, um, if you know my code, cool if you don't that's even better because there's a there are a lot of notes in here there's a lot of things that i've written and i <laughs> i'm um i guess calculated or detailed to the point where even when it comes to give news to friends or family members or lovers or whatever the case may be like I, I I write it out first. I literally write it out because I want to be able to get all of my thoughts out just in case I can't get those same thoughts out in the heat of the conversation. Weird, I know, but you know, it's it's just me. It's it's a me thing. I don't know how else to put it. But um, you know, we're we're coming on the end of the year, which twenty twenty one has been like twenty twenty part two. Um, for some of us, for others of us, it's, it's been, you know, just some growth. And I feel like I've grown a lot personally this year, but I do feel like I've, um, regressed in certain areas, um, where, you know, there were things that I was, I was coming out of, man, I was in a funk last year. Um, just because things weren't going right. Y'all heard about it being furloughed and, um, just, you know, trying to figure out if what I was doing in life was going to be the, the best things for me, kind of reevaluating who I am and understanding value where the value that I place on myself and the value that, you know, a company places on me is, is two different things. And that's, I think that's a good lesson for everyone just because you value you doesn't mean that everyone else values you in the same. 
Um, but that's that's just one of those things that I, I learned. I was, I'm glad that I learned it in the manner that I've learned it because it, it gave me some. I don't know. It, it just gave me some some things to kind of grow on. It, it gave me a different perspective in how to look at certain things. But that's beside the point. So I'm not going to hold you long. Well, I sound like a Baptist preacher. I ain't going to hold you long. Um, but I've, of course, I've jotted down some things. Um, even earlier, I've got a wall full of quotes. And what I'll do is I'll eventually, you know, take a picture, post it on Instagram, um, my Snapchat, or um, I maybe might even just put it on TikTok. It's, yeah, we got a TikTok. Um, I mean, it's the same thing as my Snapchat, but it's a TikTok. I just put music to it of, you know, artists that I know that I kind of deal with. True King of Don't Bang. Uh, shout out to Ari Jordan as well. And uh, JB Coolin. By the way, if y'all hadn't heard about JB Coolin, definitely go check him out. It's J-A-Y-B-E-K-O-L-L-I-N. This kid is out of Texas, man. Look, I love it. I, I like his music a lot. That's beside the point. Um, where was I even going with this? So, oh yeah, the the wall of quotes. So I have like a, several of them, but I have one that's kind of sitting away from the rest of them. And it's the first thing I see every time I walk in my office. The quote is, um, if you don't sacrifice for what it is that you want, what you want becomes your sacrifice. Message. I don't know why that quote has been like the quote that always stands out to me. But one of the things that I can honestly say is that I've sacrificed a lot, but it's different. Um, when I, I learned that I've sacrificed, I haven't sacrificed enough for myself and I sacrificed too much for everyone else. Like I just kind of sit back, sitting back and, just looking at things. I know when it comes down to me and people that I care about or people that I just rock with, I often put myself in a tight spot just to make sure that other people are whole. Why do I do it? I have no clue whatsoever. Um, It's not one of those, I guess some people have said codependent. It's not one of those things because I don't feel good all the time after I do it. Like some of the things I do, I I do just out of the goodness of who it is that I am. Other times I do it and I I even scratch my head and wonder sometimes, hey, man, why are you doing that? Um, So it's. It's one of those things that I really had to kind of reel in and like just realize that. There are things that I want. And there are things that I know that I should be sacrificing for. But I also know that there are things that I know that I shouldn't have to sacrifice myself and my own happiness, my own comfort in order to to be able to help someone else out. When a lot of times I'm the person that needs help. One of the things that I heard, I heard it in the sermon is that you can't you can't be broke and be a blessing. Message. So that goes for you know, monetarily, spiritually, whatever the case is. And a lot of people ask me um, when I'm doing these things, as far as like sacrificing for other people, 
who is it that's pouring into my cup? Shout out to, to Marquita because she was one of the ones that, that asked me that as well. Of course, I, I have the um, the stock answer. You know, I allow God to pour into my cup. And sometimes God taps me on my shoulder and says, hey, dog, I mean, um, on, you do realize that you've got the tools to navigate these things yourself and, you know, keep from pouring out so much when it's things that you need. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. So that's one of those things that I got to stop doing. Um, not stop, but I, I just got to start really evaluating, evaluating what it is that I'm I'm doing to help other people. So I'm not consider I'm not constantly sacrificing myself for other things. So uh, moving on from that, a tough lesson that I've learned this year. I had some some major life changes uh, this year. And the, the toughest lesson is that people are supportive as long as you're doing what it is that they want you to do. Oh, what? When I tell you, listeners, that that is a tough thing, and I, I kind of want y'all to reflect on it yourself. Let's say that you know, your your folks or your friends or whatever, they they see that you're getting ready to, I don't know, finish law school or you're getting ready to become a professional athlete, whatever the case may be, or just go back to school. And you tell them, hey, this is not the right path for me. This is something that I, I don't feel like doing. Or not even feel like doing this something that you just know that you you're not going to do. One of the most defeating things to me is to hear those people who are and have been in my corner for all of these years look at me and with with disdain. Bruh. Excuse me, because I'm not doing what it is that they would like for me to do. Um, it hurts. It, it really does. And I might, you know, sound a little sensitive tonight. Um, I haven't been drinking. I've only been drinking water. And um, thanks to Zay. And it, we're on this six month, this six month water binge and I hadn't been drinking anything else. So I don't have alcohol in my system. So I can't sound as tough as I would like to um, because I'm, I'm alcohol depleted. Bravo! Anywho. Um, <laughs> But no, that's 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 a that's a hurtful thing when like your only support comes for you. Like I'm a I'm a big support person. Like uh, if I have friends that start new businesses, if I have, you know, people who are interested in doing something different, like I may ask my questions. But the first thing that I, I normally do is offer congratulations and then I figure out what it is that I can do to help or throw some questions or some things that. You know, maybe the person hadn't thought about and then start coming up with some with solutions, because if this is something that you want to do, I definitely want to push you towards it. And I want to be a cheerleader. But again, my dad has told me time and time and time again, everyone doesn't think the way that I think. And I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm really cool with that. But, you know, when I found out that. Especially this year, decisions that I've made, people who were normally supportive of me did not show their support it hurt it, it really did 
And, you know, those things will be talked about on another pod for sure. Um, with that being said, I learned that I'm not anyone's favorite person. So we need to just stop lying to each other. I've been told, <laughs> I've been told on multiple occasions, um, especially in relationships, you're my favorite person. And years ago, it would have been one of those things like, yeah, I'm your favorite person. Nowadays, it's one of those, yeah, until I do something to piss you off or until I do something that you don't like. Then that whole, you know, you're my favorite person thing kind of goes out of the window. Um, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. If I am wrong, you know, check me. But it's my opinion. I'm entitled to that. So whatever. I don't know how an opinion can be wrong. We'll talk about that at another time, too. Um, I also kind of figured out as well that I'm more loyal to other people than I am to myself. So it's not that I'm loyal to people more so than they are loyal to me. I'm loyal to people more than I'm loyal to myself. And ladies and gentlemen, that is extremely possible. Uh, let's go back to the first thing that I said. If you don't sacrifice for what it is that you want, what you want becomes your sacrifice. Then I followed up with that saying that I've sacrificed things that I wanted to make sure that other people were whole and I hadn't been sacrificing enough for myself. I ain't loyal to me. I'm not as loyal to me as I should be. And for the most part, I don't think a lot of people are. But, you know, again, that's just that's that's one of those things where teach is on. Everybody has an opinion about that. And that's cool. Um, these would be some things that I dive into a little later when I when I have someone across from me to kind of combat those things or kind of ask me third, fourth, fifth layered questions as it pertains to it. One of the greatest things that has happened for me, though, which is what has me to this point today. One of the greatest things for me, and this has been a, a two year lesson that I've been learning. I started learning it back in 2018, but then being forced in 2020 to learn it and also for some time in 2021 uh shout out to COVID um by you know keeping me home really i learned that for me isolation was provided me my greatest moment of clarity isolation gave me an opportunity to do what i like doing most be calculated I was able to really sit down and really dive into some things that I didn't even like about myself. But most importantly, I was able to sit down and kind of dive into and make my myself whole in some areas. I every Thursday and I've I've been doing this every Thursday for since 2017 sometime. I reflect it's a weekly reflection where it's a reflection and an assessment. I sit down, I look at what I've done for that week, what I've done for that month, what I've done that year leading up to this point. And if I can remember that far back year to date, 
what what I've been doing and areas that I can grow in areas that I think that I'm good, but I just need to tighten up and, and make stronger places that I failed and failed miserably and and really try to come to a point of how can I really either make this weakness my strength or just not avoid it, but just kind of learn how to how to deal with it and live in that space. Um, one of the, one of the things I, I hear a lot of sayings throughout the day. I do a lot of reading throughout the day, which I hate reading, um, but I love audiobooks and those kind of things. It's being comfortable being uncomfortable or being okay living in an uncomfortable spot. I had to learn that because there are things that I do want to accomplish and I had to learn how to be in a place where growth is actually uncomfortable. You ever, for those of you who have kids and you've been a child yourself, when you're growing up, getting taller, stronger or whatever the case may be, those things hurt. Like you feel uncomfortable. Your your body hurts. Your limbs hurt. Like, you know, I don't know why, but my knees are hurting. And you turn around, you go from five foot nine to six two. You know, unfortunately, that never happened to me. But, you know, God had bigger plans. Um, so he gave me a voice. <laughs> I wish I was a little bit taller. Wish I was a baller. Anywho. Um, but, yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where being uncomfortable or being comfortable with being uncomfortable being comfortable with change being comfortable with challenges like being comfortable with chaos i had to learn or relearn those things and in reflection figure out those things that made me uncomfortable and really ask myself if i can live in these spaces or do i need to remove myself from those spaces um, and that's just that's just been some big things. So I, I just wanted to come to y'all today and just kind of talk to you about things that I, I sit back in and think about. Um, I love the pod. I, I really do. And I love that it gives me an opportunity to get some of these radical thoughts out. I like who I have on the pod who like and I know OJ's either the fan favorite or the most hated. Uh <laughs> where his his thoughts and ideas are radical my thoughts and ideas are radical when i have twan on i'm gonna have some more guests coming on coach cam uh can't wait to to speak with her sit and talk with her and have her share with you all her journey um there's uh oh my goodness i can't remember everyone's name that i reached out to um it's uh ray I can't remember her name, but I asked her as well Um, because she went on a a fitness journey, like became vegan and all of this other stuff. Then I just I do weird things throughout the year where, for instance, this this whole six month purge of a lot of different things. I'm doing that because I just want to challenge myself. But 2019, I want to say like one month I gave up everything except turkey and chicken and I gave up everything except turkey. And then I just became a vegetarian for two months straight and then went back to steak, all kinds of stuff just so I can challenge myself. And, you know, if y'all are crazy like that, I encourage you to challenge yourself as well. Again, that's beside the point. Oh, I can't wait to have, uh, (laughs) 
as OJ refers to him as Tito. And I got I got a text message that said, oh, so I'm Tito, huh? But I can't wait to have uh, Chris Jackson uh, on the on the pod. Um, said Jeremy, even Austin, definitely Avery, uh, for us just to kind of sit down. And I, I'm excited about the direction that this is going in. Um, so to wrap it up, Robert. which OJ says something that I'm not good at doing. I mean, come on, man. And hey, he's right. But to to kind of bring this to an end, um, I'm definitely excited that you all are continuing to go down this this path with me, um, assisting me in figuring out what's going on. Um, the feedback is amazing. Uh, the criticism is amazing and please keep doing it because I need it. That's, that's the only way that we can get better. Um, there are some things that I promised myself and I'll let you know, as we're going through those things, how I'm doing in those, those processes. And you heard them before, as far as not being so self-sacrificing, but actually, you know, sacrifice for things that I want to get accomplished. Um, it's a good year. It's, it's been a good year so far. Um, it's been a, a lot of ups and downs, but more ups than downs. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited for you all. Thank you for lending me your ears, friends, Romans, countrymen. We're not doing that. We're we not, we not going Shakespeare. Is that Shakespeare? That's Shakespeare. Anywho, um, thank you for checking out We Are More Than The Podcast. Stay tuned. There's more coming. And uh, check out the second verse. Check out the second verse. Y'all heard the first verse at the beginning of the episode. Check out the second verse. That's the other thing that I learned. I'm getting better at writing faster. But anywho, it's been We Are More Than The Podcast. We out. Yeah. Let's get it shaking like pockets and patience. I'm the one you've been waiting for. It takes time to reach greatness. Patience. One moment, okay, I'm ready for whatever, however you want it. Already looked in the mirror, I see my greatest opponent. Anything I'm giving you now, just consider it bonus. You're welcome, be thankful. If I'm being honest, ain't like you work for it, ain't it? How dare you complain about the soul that I'm giving? These bars ain't hand-me-downs and throwaways. Cantankerous people always got something to say. Nah, save it. Look, I'm tired of having to prove myself to somebody who's always second-guessing. Who in the hell you think you are is probably my only question. You talking loud but ain't saying nothing. Who y'all plotting on? I know you follow always up to something. I stay a step up, focusing on the now is the way I build my next up.